Hey guys, before we start episode 15, our spoiler-filled discussion of Shadow of the Colossus, I just wanted to let you know that we had to split this episode up into two parts. It was way too beefy of a boy for us to upload it all in one single episode, so this is the first half of a two-part episode. So, if you're looking for the second half, go to the next episode in the feed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Backlog Breakdown. In this corner, we have our host, Josh Broccolo. In that corner, we have Mr. Nate McKeever. And over there in that corner, we have a very special guest for you today. Welcome, everyone, one and all, the prolific Mr. Micah Hendrick. How's it going, guys? What up? Man, I, I like how I'm just in the other corner, and then he gets, like, all the... <laughs> what an awesome intro. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> oh, well, you're very welcome. Uh, you know, I've, I've been wondering about that. all. I've been nervous. I, I don't know. I've been listening to boxing matches all day long to see if I could uh, get that one right. <laughs> listening really. to boxing matches. Not really. That's, that's quite Checking an experience. Checking out some Michael Buffer. <laughs> Ooh. Fancy, fancy, Yeah, fancy. man. So, it's 2019, y'all. It is. Oh, man, it is. Um, <laughs> it's just my impending doom you know, comes ever closer. Ever closer. Uh, that sounds like a, a, a reference to Majora's Mask. Uh, maybe, maybe, or maybe that just means I've been playing too many video games. Uh, that, that's the first place that my brain goes to. Well, you know, it, it, too many video games is the kind of problem like having too many cigars. Um, it's it's not really a problem, eh, yeah. It's or it's it's a good problem to have rather. Um, but, there you go. There you yeah, go. It's 2019. Uh, the Christmas season is over. I actually surprisingly, uh, things at the post office have slowed down. I'm not pulling out ah. my hair, uh, although I have been fighting off a cold, like a head cold. I've basically been doping myself up on cold medicine and energy drinks for like two weeks solid. And uh, at this point in my time, my wife told me if it doesn't clear up soon, like I have to go to the doctor. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We wouldn't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go to the doctor. That's for sure. <laughs> that's why I've been using cold medicine and energy drinks. Yeah, yeah. But, I've been feeling under the weather today. To actually called out today, taking a PDO day already in 2019. Um, it's kind of nauseous, like early, ooh. early this morning, like in the middle of the night and this morning and stuff. So I just called out and took it easy today. But feeling better tonight. Well, that's you were nervous because you you knew that you were going to be on air with Absolutely. us. Absolutely, yes, that's what it was. <laughs> it was just butterflies, is all. <laughs> You were like, I need to get rested up now because these are guys are going to talk for so long. I'm not going to be able to sleep tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's so, it. You know, and it was a little starstruck. You know, mostly by Josh. <laughs> um, you know, like he's like he's like me, uh, yeah, yeah, scrub, just a scrub. <laughs> but right, uh, the newbie to our um, to our main topic today. Right, I I really freaked him out. I'm sure. I'm sure that's why you mm. were nervous. Mm, mm, uh, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. But. Mm. 
Man, um, yeah, so this is like, yeah, this is our first recorded uh, episode of 2019. Mm-hmm. That is kind of exciting, dude. Like, we've been, you know, I, I was counting our episodes, like, this is what, like, 15? 15, is- yep. Jeepers cats. And, and, you know, because we are classy and we only record every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think any more than that, and, you know, literally, I'd have to get a brace for my jaw um, <laughs> to, to just, yeah. Um, that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Uh, not really. I don't care. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so we've been doing this for a little over six months. That's exciting, man. Like, you yeah. know, I, I, I like that. That makes me happy. Um, but, why don't we just sort of get the? I don't know if it's difficult stuff, but it's uh, definitely not topic of the show. But let's let's talk about like some of the things that are going on in the group. Um, mm-hmm. We started up backlog golf um, that started officially on the first at mm-hmm. m- the stroke of midnight. Uh, <laughs> Eric Bryant is sort of like the big head referee um, rule maker. And well, he's a judge, so it just it makes sense that mm-hmm. we just put the judge in charge. You know, he he's makes rules and upholds rules and all those things. Um, and Charles Watson is sort of uh, you know one of the other like go to voices in that. And for whatever reason, uh, they managed to saddle me with sort of being an efficient slash oh, official voice and i don't nice. know how i feel about that that's like sounds like a little too much like responsibility and we all know that i, I, I responsibility to me what whatever but so we're all and all three of us are playing backlog golf right yeah. we're sort of in this this year-long run so why don't we open up with sort of how backlog josh you start us off tell us how your backlog golf is going yeah so so before i get i get too personal here um, just a quick rundown of what backlog golf is, because uh, we had mentioned it last time. We kind of Eric had had ironed out all the details, so um, feel free to jump into the group, the hashtag Backlog Book Club on Facebook. If you're not a part of there, we love to, you know, uh, hang out with us over there and and kind of get some of the details and some of the um, question. Like there have been a lot of questions of. Um, clarification that have been done since then but the basic idea of backlog golf is uh you know i have a backlog you have a backlog we all we all have these games that we own that we just haven't beaten so the idea is is like golf to get the lowest score possible um by knocking out games in our backlog and not and limiting ourselves to those not purchasing uh, new games or DLC or, or yeah, just just not purchasing anything new or playing something new. Now, of course, th- there are going to be those crazy sales. There have already been some that I've been tempted by, but I have not yet uh, gone down that road. Um, I'm one week into 2019, so it's been okay <laughs> so far. Um, and but basically, buying a new game or playing a new game is going to add to your total. But beating games off your backlog and completing games are going to lower your total. So, um, you know, as a group, we just want to get the lowest score possible and finally uh, kick off these games that have been in our backlogs for so long. So, um, in order, so it's kind of funny. I do just have to say that last uh, last episode, I was talking about how I wanted this year to be another year of just playing games that I know are going to be really great. That kind of changed with the backlog golf. <laughs> um, oh, because because if the goal of backlog golf is to knock out games from your backlog, I went and searched on my Excel sheet through um, kind of the the games that would take me the lowest amount of time 
to beat so that I could just kind of get them. Like, they've been sitting here for a long time. Let's just knock them out. And I knew, like, just because of how I am, that I could st- kind of get the ball rolling with some real short games and knock them out so I could build some steam. That way it's not like, oh, the end of January, I'm already plus four because of sales. Um, so that said, I've, I've got kind of a list I've made on the GG app, heyo, um, of games that I'm planning on. I've got a list for myself for golf of games that I can go to that are less than 10 hours if I just want to knock one out, you know, in a couple weeks or whatever. Um, so that's backlog golf. That said, it's been going good for me. Um, I am currently playing some large JRPGs still Mm. continuing on in Octopath Traveler, which is fantastic. I'm loving, I'm still not even halfway into the game. Um, the music is so good. I don't know if I've mentioned it. I probably have, but it's so good. Um, I'm, I'm probably a little under 30 hours in at this point, not even halfway through the game. Um, but there's like, there's, there's a lot to do. There's, you can, I've been gathering some secondary job classes, which is exciting because it allows me to kind of double up on jobs for some of my characters, which is pretty cool. Um, so that's taken me away from some of the main story missions, I guess is what you'd call them. Anyways, Octopath, great game. Also started up Chrono Trigger because the other thing we have going on in the group is our backlog, our hashtag backlog busters again headed up by mr wesley ray um and this for the for the beginning of the year for the first two months it is the uh fantastic amazing whatever other hyperbolic statement you can put before this gem of a game single-handedly the greatest rpg of all time and if you argue with me you're just wrong (laughs) you're just wrong i'm not gonna argue personally Final Fantasy VI is right there with it for me. It depends on the day. But now that, I, that I'm currently playing Chrono Trigger, yeah, yeah, it's probably edging it out at the moment because <laughs> I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, it. It's so good. It feels so good to return to it. And uh, it's just, there is so, the one thing I'll say about Chrono Trigger that I've played so far this year is that there is so much detail put into the little things that you would never even notice. Um, unless you intentionally kind of look around like, and and that is very, um, noteworthy because the game is about time travel and it's very easy to kind of get lost in, you know, you have to recreate this world six or seven or eight times over from a game design perspective in order to make it all fit together. But then they throw in these things where your character's great grandfather, one of your side characters, great grandfather is living in the same town that he is, you know, in the, in in a in an earlier time period and he says like if you t- go into that house for no reason there's no reason to go into that house but if you do you can talk to him and and you know he'll drop a little hint that he's related to this other character and just things like that where it's like that didn't have to be there but it just makes the game feel mm. so cohesive so good okay done gushing about chrono trigger I'll I'll move on from that um I did get uh, Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. so nice. Smash mm-hmm. Ultimate is really good, and and I've talked about it on the podcast before. I'm not a big Smash player. Um, I am really enjoying the single player World of Light campaign that this game has. I haven't finished it yet. I know there's bunches of people who already have done everything in the game. I'm I'm not. I might be halfway done with it. I don't know. I, I've I'm heard it's pretty difficult. On. 
It can get difficult. You, it took me a while to kind of understand how to equip spirits. So like all the little characters that you get, because you don't have the, um, the trophies in this game, you get spirits and they all have different power levels. So you have to pay attention to the power level of the person that you're fighting and then your own power level and, uh, you know, make sure that they're not over 9,000 because you're not going to be able to beat that. Um, <laughs> I got that reference. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really impressed with it. I'm enjoying it. Um, what else? Oh, so for Backlog Golf, the tiny game that I have finished this year, so this is a minus one to my current score in Backlog Golf, is a tiny little Switch game called Kamiko. And it's kind of a like a Zelda-inspired type of game. Um, I, I noticed like the color palette and the way... It's it's uh, pixel art. It also reminded me of another game that I love. I helped back it on Kickstarter. <laughs> uh, Hyper Light Drifter. Um, I loved that game. I was not disappointed, even though it took longer than it was supposed to, but that's Kickstarter. Um, great game. It kind of reminded me of that in just the aesthetic that it uses, but it has sort of like original Zelda type gameplay in terms of like, uh, in terms of um, just fighting mechanics. But you can have different characters that have different weapons. Um, it was it was fun. This, the puzzles were a little obtuse. They were a little eh, like they were either too easy or too like obscured by other things in the game. It didn't really explain much. Um, but it was a fun time and then beating it with the other characters was a lot more fun for me, which is kind of weird, like doing the same thing over again with a different character, but it's because I knew what to do. So it was more of like a fight against the clock. Um, but then I didn't get anything when I beat it with all the characters. So meh, but it was good. So that's where I'm at 2019. How about you guys? Micah? Um, I have... I think I've stated in the in the group that I really took uh, 2018 and used that as my backlog year to go through and knock out all these games that have been sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. Um, so I don't have a huge backlog to start off 2019. It's pretty mm. modest compared to most people. I think I've got maybe 12 <laughs> games or something like that that I really might try to go through. Um, so I've been saying in the group i'm gonna go for the highest score in backlog golf because i plan on buying a <laughs> lot of games off <laughs> i just saw today i think david benjamin or maybe yesterday he just bought he, he didn't buy a single game last year so he just bought like right. 16 some odd games or something like that so he's got like a plus 16 already but um anyway I'm, i plan on buying a lot of stuff in january but um what i have been playing um several things um this isn't really gonna count towards backlog golf because i haven't actually beaten it or anything but i know how you guys love hollow knight mm. um <laughs> you know so so hollow knight is a really hard game and so far the hardest thing that i've had to do in hollow knight is to play hollow knight fall in love with it play for a good i don't know 15 20 hours and then put it down for two months because <laughs> spider-man and red dead redemption came out and i had to play those over it and so i recently came back to it and i'm like where where's anything what am oh, i doing oh yeah um and uh, i had no idea sort of I, I just lost my rhythm and getting back into it so that took a solid 
like two or three hour play session to kind of reacclimate and okay here we are these are the moves i need to go for this is the areas i haven't explored um so i'm fleshing out the i think the last portions of the map i feel like i'm getting close to the end of the game i don't know um where where I've, are you well i mean i'm everywhere i'm going everywhere but I've, I've got i think all the powers now like i've got the the double jump i've got the um the flying power um, okay so i've got i've got i can get to a bunch of areas i'm about to fight hornet for the third or fourth time i think or something like that okay yeah mm-hmm. so um, you are you are pretty close so i feel like i'm getting pretty far through the game so that game is so good um need to finish playing that uh what i played that is counted towards backlog golf is um overcooked two uh I, me and my wife had played through Overcooked One uh, earlier in 2018, and so we've been going through this in the past month or so, and it's really good. It's better than the first game, in my opinion. Um, Dang, the kitchens are better designed. It's I don't know if we're getting better or if it's just a little bit easier, but I think it is a little bit easier, which my wife appreciates. She's not a gamer at all, but um, she'll she'll play this with me and enjoys it. So we're playing some Overcooked Two. We beat that. Um, and uh oh yeah and then i picked up spyro uh, spyro the dragon trilogy for my kids for christmas and i've been playing some of that nice um whenever they're not playing for your kids yes (laughs) it was for them um and they're they're really loving it i've got a seven-year-old a five-year-old and a three-year-old so that's right up their alley um but uh, i've been playing through the first spyro and enjoying that but i think that's that's about it Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. If I could cut in real quickly, like as soon as I stopped talking off camera, my wife was like motioning to me, and and um, when as you were talking, the other game that I forgot is Overcooked, the first one. We've yes. actually been playing it for the past oh, couple awesome. nights. Um, we got to the last level. <laughs> Seriously rude. What was I saying? Okay, so we got to the last level last night and tried it like three or four times, and it's ridiculous. Um, so I'm really close to the end on that one, but man, that was, it's pretty tough. Are y'all My going question, three stars? Um, we did three stars up to, well, I say we, we, I, I want to say we did at least two stars up till the last four levels where they pop up in the end of each world. Mm-hmm. And then so long as it was one star, we were fine with it. Um, I went back and did three stars in all the other levels just because I yeah. wanted to clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, my question is, in Overcooked 2, are there any ice levels? Because those are the worst. Mm, well, I hate them. I, th- I want to say yes. I was about to say yes, but then I had to think about it. Maybe not. There, There's a lot. Is there, um, do you throw things in Overcooked 1? I already can't remember. Ah, uh, no. you like throw just a chopped tomato or whatever? No, because no. that that is a big thing in Overcooked Two is throwing. Okay, so, interesting. So, so like I'm siloed off in this island, and you're siloed off in that island, and I have to throw you some some beef. You chop it up, throw it back to me. I'll put it in the pot or on the skillet, I should say. Um, and yeah, a lot of that sort of stuff. But it's nice. real good. I, both me and Emily both enjoyed it better than the first Overcooked. So definitely okay. recommend that. Fancy, nice. fancy, fancy, fancy. <laughs> my my wife overheard you, and she's like, "Wait, is there a trick that we haven't?" You know, that we haven't learned yet. Like, <laughs> There's all What's sorts of on? tricks. Uh, there's a couple of levels in Overcooked 1. I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, we just got stumped. And I was like, Let, let's look at a YouTube video. Because we were going through three stars. I was like, let's look at a YouTube okay. video. And the the things that they're doing are like, oh, 
dude, like this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but okay. Um, really showing us up is like, okay. We got to change up our strategy completely. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> my my wife is the same way. She's not a she. She doesn't play video games like on mm-hmm. her own. The one that she got into when we were like first married was uh, Animal Crossing on GameCube. Okay, yeah, and even that was mostly for the fishing. Um, and I don't blame her because the fishing in that game was a lot of fun. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, she, she'll rarely play video games, but this one's fun. <laughs> and Kirby's Epic Yarn. Oh, very nice. We played that one together, and that was a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. sorry. Nate, how about you? Mm, well, um, as far as Backlog Golf goes, I actually, rep- uh, because Josh talked about it i picked up i had kamiko on my switch picked it back up uh played through it with the the first sprite or whatever and i was like ah, this is okay and uh, like it's one of those things like it's it's an interesting game in the sense that like there's four levels they take about 15 to 20 minutes a piece tops like at the very most i mean like the first couple times you play it's like what and it might take a little longer than that but um so I've been playing through that. Um, I actually beat a game. I haven't posted it yet, but uh, I've been playing the like the division with my buddy um, for months, and um, I actually beat all the story missions. So nice. at that point in time, like I would consider that game beaten. You know, mm-hmm. as far mm-hmm. as like you know, it once you get to level thirty in that game, it sort of unlocks like a soft leveling sort of thing. Like the the hard level cap is at thirty. And then once you hit 30, like there's all these extra junk that opens up. And, and like, that's unfortunately like between that and uh, somebody actually gifted me, my buddy, John actually gifted me a copy of smash brothers. Um, and world of light has seriously, it's got like, it's hook in my mouth and it just drags me around (laughs) like the silly little man that I am. And, um, uh, and I keep like the the worst part about like World of Light is it's like all these fighters that I really don't care about, and I'm just starting to unlock the fighters that I'm like, oh yeah, like I want to play with this one. Nice. Um, you know, nice. so uh, you know, I got a bunch of stuff on on, on the burner, but um, yeah, uh, so I beat Kamiko, or well, I'm in the process. Of, I'm I'm gonna count. I would count that beaten. Yeah. At Probably, I'd say after you you run through all three, you know. Oh, okay, okay. Like that's that's I I think that's my personal sort of like uh, standard on that one, just because it's like it's it is such a short game, yeah. And it's not like the gameplay like each character controls differently than the other two. Um, so you know, once I have that, but like I said, I I've got the division beaten, and I I fully intend to buy nothing this year. Which is Dang. going to be super hard for me because Shakiro, <laughs> uh, Shadows Die Twice Ooh. is coming out this year. Onimusha. And, yeah, and <laughs> there's, there's, I mean, like, there's a fistful of stuff coming out that I was like, uh, yeah, but I did sit on a couple. Like, whereas you put Hollow Knight down, Micah, to play Spider Man, I got Spider Man when I wasn't. I, I for some reason I'm, I've been on this thing where I call it Spider Man. And I have no <laughs> idea why. Like You're it's secretly just like J. Jonah Jameson. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> Parker. Give me pictures of Spider Man. Um But um anyways. Yeah, it's been stuck in my head. But uh so I haven't even touched that. 
And so I'm looking forward into sort of just dipping, you know, head first into that. Uh, I have a couple buddies that um, have Monster Hunter World, and I never finished the story for that. So, I, you know, I've got some big beefy junk ahead of mm-hmm. me. And um, because I was kind of sick for the last couple of weeks, and, you know, not to rehash it, but, like, Christmas week in the post office is nightmarish. And, um, yeah, I got basically swamped uh, for a few months. And so a lot of the stuff, like, I never finished my playthrough of Shadow, so that's got to get done. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm all sorts of behind. But, and this is the year where I start... Uh, the diaconate training for the PCA. So there's, you know, it's, it's going to be like, Nate's going to be a super busy boy and he's going to be trying to keep up with the game stuff. But, you know, um, and it's funny that you guys mentioned Overcooked because it was like $4 on that, that sale, um, the holiday sale. And I was like, this is $4 that I can like spend and it's a game that my wife and I can play together and that's exactly what we have been doing and you guys talk about like the three stars and i'm like my my wife would probably chuckle because i was telling my friend about it and i was like you ever play this game and we're talking about it i was like he was like yeah 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 he's like my girlfriend and i play it he's like yeah once we beat a level we move on i'm like oh no 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 i'm like you get three stars and then you move on (laughs) yes And, and so my 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 wife who um for christmas i got her Actually, uh, the Tetris effect, which I'm using as a soft sell into allowing me to buy PlayStation VR at some point. Mm, you know, <laughs> so good, so good. Do it. But um, you know, but I not got, this year. But probably not. Th- well, I don't. I don't know if I would count PSVR. I don't think so. That's true. It's not, You're not it's buying not another game. game. You're right. It's, it's more of a platform. Yeah. Um, it's not. So it's oh, technicalities. Yeah. <laughs> technicalities, bros. Um, but. Uh, now, if somebody ever wants to gift me a game, I, 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 I'm going to totally receive that. Um, but, so we've been playing Overcooked. Uh, we, we played actually a bunch of like the Tetris effect together. Like we just swapped the controller out. And I can only imagine like what a head trip that game is in VR. Because in VR. we were playing it with headphones on and like getting like the, the surround, like the 3D sound from nice. and that game is bonkers and it's yeah so good it doesn't even do it justice like I, i've i've tried it in vr and i can attest to that um i've only played like oh. a level or two I, I just got it for christmas um but uh yeah you get going with the songs and the music and the beat and the the blocks fall in rhythm with the music and stuff and the tempo will go up but yeah that game is something else i, I gotta play a lot more of it but it's uh it's something i'll be going through this year yeah so it's it's definitely uh so there's just been like a pile of stuff and uh yeah you know uh overcooked yeah uh i'm just you know i'm gonna do like i have like a, a personal list that i'm gonna sort of like try to like hit some of those games in addition to like the different backlog busters and stuff because i mean as i sort of already interjected chrono trigger is probably um it's probably in my top three. It might be one of my. It, it might be my favorite game of all time, um, but so we've already sort of talked about like the games that we've been playing, etc. Um, but there are other aspects to the the backlog report. So why don't we jump into that that okay. stuff and we'll talk about that backlog. Re- uh, 
Oh, Nate talked good. Nate talked super <laughs> good. Um, but why don't we talk about, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll use this as a transition point into the rest of our backlog report stuff. Um, Sweet. Sweet. Well, let me um, let me just bring us back for one second because I have one question for you. Okay. Who's your main in Smash? Um. Okay. So I used to be an OG NES player, like okay. on the '64. I used to play NES all the time, uh, where he could do like the PK Lightning into his butt, and I was mm-hmm. like, I was merciless with that. Like I was, I was a, a heartbreaker, like a dream dream wrecker. Um, <laughs> But they nerfed him a little bit in previous or in later iterations. Um, so I I started out as soon as I Some unlocked. Some would say balanced. Nash, shush, that's ridiculous. That's no, you don't take something perfect and mess it up, you know. But um, so I was I was using Ness a lot. I actually like Lucas a lot, who's like the sort of like the Ness Echo character. Um, he mm-hmm. has a slightly different move set and his. Uh, his down B, the the absorbing shield, is a little bit better than Ness's. Um, so I like Lucas a good bit. Um, I was playing a lot with Mega Man for a while. Okay. Um, I feel like his he's just got like he's fun uh, and his yeah. smash attacks are quick. See that that for me is like I know like a lot of people. I like the the quick smash attacks like and and just the quick. Like I like quick characters. It, it that's just I'm sort of twitchy in fighting mm-hmm. games, and so those are the ones I sort of tend to go to. Although I did watch somebody who was maining Pac-Man, and they were mm-hmm. wrecking this dude with Pac-Man, and it was like kind of made me want to like learn how to play Pac-Man. But <laughs> um, and then I I really do like uh, I was I was playing around with uh, Simon from Castlevania, Simon Belmont. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's a very interesting character. So I would say uh, I, I float in between Mega Man and uh, Lucas a good bit now. Um, those are two of my go-tos. Nice. Um, so, nice. but I haven't unlocked everybody. I mean, I do. I I'll tell you what too. I used to really enjoy Link, and mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, the balances that they've made with Link. Toon Link used to be my favorite, but I haven't mm-hmm. unlocked him yet. So, because um, Toon Link is the best Link. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, how about you, Josh? Who are you maining? Um, well, I just have to preface it that I'm not a good Smash player. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot, but I'm, I'm just not. This is just not. Nah. Anyways, um, it is Simon, this go around. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really digging him. I like that he has like some short range attacks and a lot of long range attacks. He's big and slow, but if you get him running, he can do some really good, um, some really good kind of forward attacks that are, that are really nice. I dig him. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty much been Simon. It was Lucina in the last game, which is kind of surprising, like, cause she is so much faster. Um, but yeah, I'm digging Simon so far. Have you played smash at all? Micah? No, no, I haven't. I'm not really a Smash guy. I was just talking to my brother-in-law tonight because um, he's going through Smash and talking about World of Light and whatnot. But um, I played, uh, I got Smash on the Wii. So is that Brawl? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I played that, and I didn't really like it all that much. I, mm-hmm. I, it was okay. It's just not my thing, I don't think. It's, I'm one of those people that just look at Smash, and well, first off, I'm not good at it, but it's just like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I don't get the craze, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I very much respect that there is this group that thinks it's the world um, <laughs> that loves it. But, uh, but yeah, it's just not really my thing. I don't think if I got it, I would really play it a whole lot, honestly. The, this is, like, Smash is one of those games that I'm, I'm not super proof. Like, I, I used to play it a lot. I haven't played it as much. But for me, like what Josh sort of, the World of Light campaign thing, once I got into that, because that's almost more of a puzzle-solving sort of element. It sounds like the most interesting thing in Smash that, mm-hmm. like, that would actually like sort of hook me. And uh, let me ask you a question. So I've heard that um, some of the characters, I guess, going through World of Light, you get to a certain character from maybe a different game, and just the level and the theme of it is just tailored really well around that character and you might have a boss that's related to are there those sort of things are those fun and uh, how, how is that some of them are really fun some of them are really really frustrating um especially if you don't have the right uh spirits or whatever to equip like okay. if you have a lava floor fight and you don't have the lava floor immunity uh that's just like i just i i learned to if i didn't have like the right spirits to negate that the like the particular stage disadvantage like i wouldn't even tackle it unless i absolutely had to mm-hmm. um but i mean there's some some themed fights that are absolutely weird um and goofy like uh there's one that stuck out to me and it's you play a bunch of warios um but they're possessed or they're all like these cloned fighters it's you know wario mm-hmm, yeah but it's all the excite bike you know it's, it's like the excite bike rider and yeah. so all they do is that like they spam like he has this motorcycle charge attack and so that's all they do like and it's it can be absolutely frustrating if you don't like learn how to counter and deal with it but like it's it's fun and it's like it's just different and weird mm-hmm I think it's worthwhile. So, yeah, I think I think there's some other mode that allows, or maybe it's maybe it's just like a classic run through or something like that, where the characters are in their like normal stages. Because I've heard you fight Dracula at one point. I haven't fought Dracula. There's exactly, that's sort of what I'm thinking about. The cla- the, like there's that. the classic mode too. Okay, see, I haven't even touched that, but like yeah. I was okay. unlocking characters, so I've done multiplayer and I unlocked a bunch of characters that way. And then, uh, and then I've just been doing World of Light so far. So, mm-hmm. so it does have. And and one thing I really like about this one is that I thought the game on Wii U was great, um, but it didn't have a very strong single player mode. So, like now that this one has World of Light, it's it's way better. Now you say you had played Brawl, and that one had a huge single player sort of like side scrolling type of game. Um, what, what was that? Uh, can't remember the name of it but it was a but the single player mode on that i I remember was really long and i never finished it but um i don't recall the name of it either it was like battle star or something uh it's like on the tip of my tongue but i can't remember what it was anyways um yeah cool uh didn't mean to take up that much time (laughs) i was just curious who you remaining on uh, Unsmash. So, uh, other things on my backlog. I finished up the year and went through, um, just with my time off, I listened to a bunch of audiobooks. 
um, because I wanted to have some, I, I had realized that I had been listening to like podcasts and, and the books that I had m- mostly been reading were, uh, if it wasn't for the, the book club, uh, reading group that we had, if it wasn't that book, then I was mostly just reading like my textbooks, which means that I'm not finishing any books. I'm just like reading certain chapters. Um, so I wanted to kind of knock a few more books off the end of my list. Um, so read through a few books, um, did finish up, and we'll, I guess we can talk about this later, the um, the Shadow of the Colossus by Nick Sutner. Mm. Um, and that was that was really interesting. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. It had a lot of kind of like personal anecdotes that aren't necessarily like applicable for everyone, but I also appreciate that he kind of talked about his experience with the game. So, so it was cool. It was cool. And we can, you know, we can dive into that as we get further here in the podcast. Um, as far as books go for this year, since we haven't done like an official uh, reading club this year, um, I'm going to be joining you and Wes in reading through the, the goal is to read through the Calvin's Institutes this year. Um, and that's quite a daunting task as like Wes posted the, the read through it in a year and it's got like all the different, you know, chapters and whatever you need to be reading throughout the week. And, uh, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's daunting. I'll say that, but I'm, I'm excited. I was reading a bit of it this morning and, um, and I, I appreciate it. It was just like the, the prefatory material. Mm -hmm. So his letters to different people and, and even his just like, um, uh, which McCall, it's not an introduction, but, but kind of like explaining why he wrote it. And, and I really appreciated that. Like he was just kind of sharing, um, that just what he was attempting to do by writing the book, which is pretty cool. So, um, that's as far as reading, um, in terms of scripture memorization in James, I haven't done a m- much work on that. Um, I was working at it a bit for the past couple days and was moving on a little bit, but I haven't really memorized much more, just kind of like going through the next couple verses. And I, this is kind of a weird observation, but like I read the next couple verses and I was just kind of so, I, I don't mean to be too hyperbolic, but just like fascinated by what James was saying that I kind of more just kind of thought through what he was saying as opposed to really trying to memorize it, if that makes sense. Um, so, uh, eh, eh, it's been a little rocky, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, working, working on it. So that's where I sit with, uh, with books. How about you? Go ahead, Micah. Yeah, I'll, I'll Wait, go. Um, I, I know this is not like official backlog report stuff, but eh, yeah, it's our I, show. I can, we do what we want. I can talk a little bit about a couple of things. I, um, I haven't been reading a whole ton of books. I've been, um, uh, my my family and I have been going through some um, just some pretty serious times in the past like month month and a half mm-hmm. or so um, mm-hmm. just going through various uh, trials with like health or just a bunch of different things um, there's a lot of um, a lot of hurting kind of in my peripheral in my at arm's reach I guess mm-hmm. and so I've been sc- sort of swimming in the Psalms and Proverbs a lot lately mm-hmm. um, and uh, been just um, seeing the Lord's goodness in um, all these situations. I've I, I've got a lot of, like I said, sort of 
a bunch of uh, things that are just at arm's reach, like not not anything in my home affecting my house specifically, but a lot of close friends and family and stuff, and just various people in various trials. And um, it's been real good to see the Lord working in all those situations, and um, you know how He um, He has us under our wing in times of hurting, in times of uh, of, of refuge, and He's. Um, and, and when you know there's sort of darkness all around, you think you know you're just real discouraged. He, uh, his his plan is um, is firm, and he's going to get the glory. And that's what the Lord's been showing me lately. Um, it's been really neat. But um, I, I guess as, as far as reading and stuff, I've been really reading a lot of that. But um, finished up. I'm a super slow reader and don't read a whole lot. But uh, finished up, um, or I'm finishing up uh, 12 Ways Your Phone Is Changing by Tony Rinke. Um, mm-hmm. That's been super good. I know we talk about that in, in the group and the other podcasts and stuff. Um, but uh, me and my wife have just started this year um, sort of in our devotional time been going through praying through the Bible for your kids, uh, Nancy Guthrie. Mm. Um, it's just a it's, it's it's a Bible reading book, and we're not necessarily going to read it to go through the Bible, but just the devotionals it has with it are real good, and um, we've been kind of reading through that here in the in the new year. But um, yeah, praying through the Bible for your kids, Nancy Nancy Guthrie, that, that's real good, and uh, Twelve Ways Your Phone Is Changing by Tony Ranke has uh, also been really uh, convicting and edifying. Um, hmm. But that's sort of what I've been reading and going through. Cool. Nice, dude. I'm writing that one down. Praying through the Bible for your kids. I'm gonna. That's like the, the third or fourth t- time I've heard that Tony Ranke book come up too. Like that's. I think this at this point in time it sort of like solidifies the fact that I'm going to add that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really really good. It's been really convicting. Uh, just a lot of. Um, you know, it even it's it's really nice to have someone from his perspective, um, someone who can. Um, you know, uh, rightly, um, you know, interpret the word and everything and also be very, you know, tech savvy and he uses his phone and his computer all the time and stuff and um, be able to balance those two and get his perspective. It's been really, really good. So definitely recommend it. Cool. 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 Um, well, like I, I said, I was kind of sick. So it did, you know, it, a lot of times when I was coming home from work, it'd just be like, uh, and I'd either, if I hopped on the idiot box, I was sort of the end of the night. And, uh, or it was like, I would read, you know, there were a couple times I would just read myself to sleep. Um, I am a significant, I'm probably about a third to about halfway through uh, the po- Power Up book by Chris Kohler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really interesting. Like, and and I think like I remember reading somewhere that it was like basically a thesis paper, and he mm-hmm. sort of evolved it, and 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 it's like it's very academic, in sort of like the best sort of ways, but it's not super dry. Um, so I'm enjoying that. Uh, the Al Mohler book, I've been sort of listening to that off and on a little bit. Like I've I've been sort of dipping in between reading and listening to it. Um, and uh, just a little bit at a time. That uh, the conviction of lead is still really good, so I'm behind. Um, and then, of course, you know, like you mentioned, Josh, uh, you, Wes, and I are going to be trying to read through the Institutes this year. Um, I'm using the Battles translation, and when I sent you that text, man, I didn't, I didn't mean to like, like try to like. I don't want to. I almost sent you another text saying like, hey, you know, whatever translation you get is good. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I have beverage, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Listen, the battles is the academic standard. 
but the only reason it's a two volume set and the only reason I have it is because it was gifted to me a few years ago. So, nice. I mean, like, um, but, uh, so I've been getting up on that and then actually inspired by you and Samantha's, uh, the, the podcast that you guys had together. Uh, so talk to me, you guys are going to be reading the Bible together or S- Sam said that she wanted to read the Bible in a mm-hmm. year and she's like yeah she mentioned Ligonier um and I'm uh, uh, an old RC Sproul fanboy and so Ligonier Ministries pops up my ears perk up and I'm like oh yeah they do this thing like every year at the end of the year where they drop a bunch of reading plans and so I started looking through it and now um she said that she's going to be going through the chronological reading plan and mm-hmm. um I was like oh that's pretty cool and then I noticed there was one that it's like it basically splits the readings up so that you read for five days out of the week and then you can yeah. use Saturday and Sunday as sort of like auxiliary days or meditation days or whatever. And so that's the plan. And I actually sort of, my wife and I went through and we ended up sort of settling on that plan together. Um, you know, and I think like, you know, even talking to my pastor a little bit about it, it's like, okay, like, so you read through it like, and like, what's funny is like I was spacing it out. I was reading like a couple of sections a day because we 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 got a little little bit. We we started on the third instead of the first. Um, okay. But anyways, my wife just sits down one night and for like forty five minutes and just reads everything for the week. And I'm going, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of making this look like yeah, you're kind of. But it's you know that that does free you up. You know, not in it, but to do more in-depth study of, of mm-hmm. because when you're reading through the Bible in a year, especially, or even over two years, a lot of times you're going to sort of like, it's just going to turn into like sort of an overview. Like you're almost mm-hmm. sort of like oh, reading yeah. to get through it. And yes, there are things that you're going to learn and it's going to be in good, like it's going to be good for you, but it, you, it's not going to be like the sort of the way that like, you know, a couple of years ago, man, like I was stuck on um, John the Gospel of John, and I would just read it and reread it and reread it. And, um, like, when you sort of zero in and you, you do sort of, like, those more focused studies, like, there's sort of a depth and intensity that I think is good. And But, uh, you know, I, I just felt like it was time to sort of, like, hearing you guys talk about it on So Talk To Me, I was like, eh, yeah, that's a good idea. So, you know, and just a, sort of, like, an early... Aside, Reco, if you guys aren't listening to his podcast with his wife, Samantha, they're, they're <laughs> lovely people, except for when he says silly things like graphic novels aren't real books, then I take issue. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it's it's great. I don't know what you're you're doing. Like, why why not? Um, <laughs> yes. And, and I, I, I will guilt trip you, you know, anybody who's listening to that. A- anyways, so um, there's that. As far as memorization goes, man. Uh, just sort of like trying to start off, um, trying to start the new year off on a better foot um, than sort of left the old one on. But uh, like I said, I've been in recovery mode for like the last two weeks, um, just in recovering from the Christmas rush. And so uh, I did read through Galatians 1 a few times because uh, I, I, I had that book down fairly solid, that chapter down fairly solidly. So I'm just like, okay, well, you know, it's not complete and total start over, but it's a lot of catch up. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and 
I guess like you know, like like I said before, if I if I don't actually memorize it this year, you know, you know we'll we'll find a you know small child or something willing to you know inflict pain on me, um, <laughs> you know, beat me with sticks. Maybe I'll, all all the kids for, that you know don't like me from my Sunday school classes, they can you know hit me with sticks uh, or something. Um, <laughs> but um, so yeah. That's my backlog report. Um, lots right. of lots of stuff. Lots and lots and lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a combination of the fact that we kind of pre-recorded that episode, our last episode. So it's actually been three weeks since we've talked last, and they've been like holiday weeks. And so I I don't know. I mean, I'm just speaking for myself here. I've played a lot more video games in the past like couple weeks than I had in in quite a while before that. Um, just because I haven't had other responsibilities like school and I had some time off from work. Um, so it, it was really nice to, to just be able to hang out, um, find some time to carve out for some video games as well. Um, and for reading and things like that. But, um, so I will say that I, I, I think next episode, um, our, our report is probably not going to be nearly as long as this was. So <laughs> Maybe. we'll see. We'll see. You, I think you underestimate our power. <laughs> yeah the passion of smash or whatever it is that we're playing or chrono just, trigger or octopath we, we are really good at being bad at brevity come on it's just yeah. like it's good that's it's true like, we're so good at it um but nice so we've we've sort of already like hemmed and hawed and and sort of chewed our way through this but we actually have micah on for a very special reason um i'm super psyched uh, oh nate talks so good uh <laughs> Excellent radio here, people. Excellent, excellent, excellent radio. Um, we have him on um, for a reason that actually sort of gives me the warm and fuzzies, which is unusual because not many things give me the warm and fuzzies. <laughs> Except for this video game, Shadow of the Colossus. And Josh, I mean, you you actually experienced it for the first time. Like, the in mm-hmm. its entirety... And right. Micah is like an old hat. Like, I mean, I, you know, I don't even know how many times he's uh, played this thing, but uh, I was watching him stream it and he just, I mean, he r- just ran roughshod over like the first six colossi. It was just like, whoop, he just <laughs> crushed them. It was, it was absolutely beautiful to watch. Um, but, um, yeah, so this was the the final backlog buster of the year or whatever. And it's one of those things that I'm actually going to be able to, to roll this over into my backlog golf score because I am going to finish the PS4 version. And I may even like make a run at the platinum. I've been looking at that platinum list and it looks like pretty doable. There's a couple of tricky bits. Okay. But, 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 but anyways, so we, we sort of established pre show cause that's what we do. You know, we're, we're really, super put together and all the, the show notes and everything that we don't actually write down 90% of the time. Uh, but I guess like we, we've talked about like the sort of rolling order is going to be, we're actually going to sort of hit all 16 Colossi. There's 16 right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, for the bulk of this, I'm really interested to hear Josh's thoughts on this. And then Micah and I are just going to come in and basically beat him up when he's wrong about something. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> no, well, oh, maybe a little. No, um, but I just thought, like, you know, um, Micah is again. You just you're you're so sort of like familiar with the game that I thought I thought if if we're gonna do this, we should have somebody who possibly, well, not even possibly, most likely adores this game far more than I do. Um, so I think that I might. Um, <laughs> I, I've played the game. Uh, I played the game originally on PlayStation Two, mm-hmm. and uh, played it probably the most on PlayStation Two. Probably went through it a I don't know a dozen times or so. Um, I played the PS3 remaster, the Eco and Shadow Colossus remaster, a couple of times, and then the PS4 version is just oh blue point games ramped it up a notch with that remake um so i've played that one i platinumed it and i've been playing it some more it's so so i guess maybe five six times on that platform it's so so pretty too josh i mean like this is like unfortunately like because have you seen the difference between the playstation 3 and the playstation 4 versions no you should google like a side-by-side comparison (laughs) because the playstation 3 i think looks okay like i think (laughs) it it looks pretty good um Mm -hmm. But dude, when you see what Blue Point did, like it, the the PlayStation Four, the the way that that game, the treatment that that game got is like, I, I think oftentimes with these remakes and remasters, like I'm playing Spyro right now, and I, as I'm playing through them, I'm like, this looks like the way my nostalgic brain thinks that it looked back mm-hmm. in the day, but mm-hmm. you know, of course, that PlayStation One game looks like a big turd. <laughs> um, so, but with Shadow of the Colossus on PS4. It looks way better than it ever has any right to be. It look as soon as I booted it up and sort of went out into the wild, so to speak, <clears throat> my jaw was just on the floor, um, soaking in all the the remade assets that uh, Blue Point did. Um, talk about someone that took uh, fine care with the source material that they had. Um, they've they've done a good job in the past with their other remakes and remasters that they've done. They're they're sort of known for that kind of thing. Um, but mm. this is another level. Um, it uh, everything they did was uh, just the controls that they captured perfectly. It, it's all wonderful on on the PS4 version. But but anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, I played it a lot. <laughs> so. Nice, nice. As I've mentioned before, I this was the first time fully playing through it. Um, I had gotten like. Well, if I take a look at the Colossi list, I think I had gotten eight Colossi... No, seven Colossi. Yeah, Hydrus was the last one that I did, and then uh, kind of scared me off for mm. a few years now. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, th- th- that is just sort of a, a quick aside, and I'm, I think I mentioned this maybe in another episode of the podcast, but the water... Like, water in this game, for some reason, freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime. I would walk into the water. I just got super, like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. like a weird, like, yeah, like my guts would almost like clench up. Like I was just like, and then that fight, um, just sort of like, um, before, before I, I, cause I put it down for a little bit, um, you know, right around Christmas, but, uh, the last fight I got into, because I would jump in and I'd play for like an hour and I'd knock out like a couple colossi. And but um, Hydrus was my last fight, and I just it is simultaneously probably 
and we'll get to this when we actually talk about them, but it is simultaneously my least favorite and most favorite fight in the entire game. And I know wow. that like um I know that like Avion is awesome. Avion's like mm-hmm. like one of the best fights in that game. But like there's something about that Hydra's fight that just messes with me so bad. So it's bad. that dark water too. It, mm. It's that you can't mm-hmm. see really past your feet, ex- except for this one battle because he has like lanterns on him. Basically, you can sort of see him going around in the water. But it's yeah, you can't. You don't know what's down there in any of those lakes. There's a bunch mm. of lakes yeah. or whatever in the game. Anyway, just makes it. Uh, uh, all right. So without further ado, let's jump into it. We'll start at the beginning, and like I said, we'll sort of march through. So the first is Valis, and that's the the, the you know. And Micah did like he brought he brought notes like he totally showed us up man like yeah I, gonna... I don't have notes for every one but I've I've just got overall thoughts but yeah let's go through so Valis or the Minotaur Josh the very first one um, let's let what was your experience thoughts whatever on this one man well I mean I think well I think it is a fantastic opening for the game right because you're still just learning how to play the game i mean it's basically the tutorial colossus mm-hmm. right you're still learning what to do and so he's actually really simple to beat once you know what you're doing um but this is the first time that you get to experience like okay you are supposed to um climb up this towering giant and stab it in the glowing spots or in the head you know and and um so so i think i think though the actual mechanics of the fight or the actual colossus himself um is i'd say underwhelming in comparison to the breadth of of what you're going to experience um i also think the impact he's one of the most impactful because it's the first one that you see coming out of the the mm-hmm. plains, you know, and it, it's just this huge monster. And you're actually um, one of the things in Nick Sutner's book that he brings out that I hadn't really thought about until he he mentioned it is even just the button layout, how how um, Wander grabs on with the what is it R two button, something like that. So you're almost making that grabbing motion along with him as you're climbing up the Colossus. And so just all these things kind of coalesce because it's your first fight um, that that he is very memorable. Now, it helps that he's on the box as well. So, you know, you kind of... He's he's really recognizable as this Colossus. But, um, yes, yeah, in as much... He's impactful even if he's not really mechanically all super interesting in comparison to what you're going to face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The um, as you start out the game, <clears throat> there's a great sense of mystery over the whole thing. You know, um, who is this woman? What's her relationship to Wander? Um, you know, who's Dorman, the guy talking to you at the beginning? Mm-hmm. And then you you go out, and, and again, this is in 2005, I think. Um, there's not a whole lot of uh, open world games as you would know them today, I guess. And you you could go out and you could go anywhere. You go any direction. That was right. sort of novel back then. Um, of course, you had your your sword to show you which way to go, but you could just start exploring if you wanted to. So th- there's this mystery about the world, and it's just empty. 
and then you come across Valis after you climb up on that little cliff and you, you, you look up at him and the sense of scale is like whoa yeah. So yeah, that impact that you talk about is definitely there. His, you know, the birds are up around his head and that sort of thing. <laughs> and, and again, in 2005, you don't have a lot of these sort of grand games like where, where like you would climb something like this. You just didn't see a whole lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so when you first get on the back of his calf and climb up to his belt and get on his shoulders, you're like, oh man, and the, the music's swelling and everything. But yeah, yes, mm-hmm. uh, definitely a, a high impact for that first guy. Well, and I like too, like that you you sort of said, like he is the tutorial of the Colossi, Josh, because like a lot of the way that I describe this game to people when I first played it back on the, because I played it back on the PlayStation Two, and it was like one of those things. I went over to a buddy's house, he was playing it, I was like, "What is this?" And, and like I watched him play for the next three hours, and I think the very next day. I went to the mall or whatever, and I was like, "Nope, I need this game." Like. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was just absolutely fascinated with it, um, and but uh, it's one of those things where okay, and, I, and I'm gonna sort of like I'm gonna say a bunch of stuff, and hopefully it'll it'll make sense. Like when I first played this game, I was like, oh, you know what'd be really cool is like there were a bunch of monsters populating the world, and then Nintendo basically did that with Breath of the Wild, and I didn't like it nearly as much as I thought it would. Okay, so now that I've got that out of the way. Um, <laughs> Um, but it, one of the things I said in, in a lot of ways, like the, the Colossi are the real levels. They're sort of like a boss fight level sort of mashed together, right? So it's like, okay, like, so you get to them. And that's that's definitely part of like like the exploration, like level, part of like the level, quote unquote. But then mm-hmm. like getting to the Colossi... And sort of learning their patterns and learning how to like clamber up onto them and and sort of like all of that stuff like each one of these things and so like yes this is very much to the tutorial and so in, in a lot of ways like it is mechanically the least interesting but it is like it it comes like I feel like when you hit Valis okay like this game at that point in time just it hits a note and it says and you're like I'm th- it's it's only gonna get like crazier. You, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the music kicks in. Yeah, the, the, it's got that big swell. And, like, the sound design in this game is, like, uh, I mean, second maybe to Dead Space, in my opinion. Like, I, I feel like the way that they, like, and it's it's all stuff that we know now as sort of almost mm-hmm. being very commonplace. Like, and that's the other thing that I say about this game. When a lot of people are like, I'm, I'm, they, they said that they're underwhelmed by this game. I'm like, you don't understand. When this game came out, nothing else did this. And now mm-hmm. all these things that it's sort of like laying out and we're like, oh, this is old hat. I've seen a million other places. And I'm saying that's because it started here. And yeah. um, so, but like it, it hits this note. And, and for me, that first fight, I was like, if this is like, it, there was this part of me, like, I don't know if it was a conscious thing, but if, if this is the very first fight and it's this massive and it's this epic and it has like, cause like, I mean, it is a very like visceral sort of thing. It's like when you're, yeah, you're using the controller and you're like grabbing with Wander as he like, you know, and it's like, man, <laughs> like, where does it go from here? And it gets, I mean, some of those, those, some of these fights are absolutely bonkers too. So I just think like it is, you know, while he is like probably mechanically the least interesting um, in a lot of ways, I think he's also, um, 
it's it, it it's like it's one of those like he's tonally perfect for setting mm-hmm. the stage for the rest of the game. Like yes. it's like he's he's a big enough hit to sort of like knock you back a little bit and be like, woo, like there's some there. This is this is big. This is, anyways. But well, he's, also real quick on him, and this is a, a theme we'll probably get into it later on. Is this guy is just um, he's walking away from you and you get his attention. Mm-hmm. He's just minding his business. You know, you that are sort the of, aggressor. You know, I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. But mm-hmm. you know, the, that's sort of the first time you see that, and you you, you see him, and you're like, okay, there he is. I, I'll go get him. Just video game time, you know. Right. But you sort of forget that, like, you know, this is the first creature I've seen in this world, and um, you know, why is he here? What? Who is? You know, all this stuff. You're just told to go kill it, and he seems to be minding his business. It start. It, it plants that seed in your head the first mm. time. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And and I agree with what you're saying is that um this game I I feel like some of the things that this game touches on has has been hyperbole, okay? Has been monumental in just game development since its release. Like there are lots of things about this game that have been used. So so even just like the non-aggression in the enemies and it's not in all the enemies, but um in some of them is something that, you know, like, I haven't played this game, but from what I've heard, something like Undertale, okay? I mean, there there are games where th- this is more common nowadays, but this was, I mean, when you see a huge monster like this in a video game, um, especially on PlayStation 2, you're just, yeah, you're thinking like, okay, let's kill it. Like, mm-hmm. how, how am I supposed to dodge what, because yeah, he's got a huge club, you know, like, how am I going to dodge that? Because he's going to run over to me and hit me. Um and it's almost, it, for me, it took a while, it took a few colossi before I actually noticed that. Um, but once I did, it, 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 it does, it's almost a bit of subtext for the game of like, why are you here? Why are you doing these things? But um, mm-hmm. anyways, um, the other thing is that Wander doesn't have a hookshot either. Nope. Um, nope. So. <laughs> and that's, that's the only, the only <laughs> thing. That that the only knock against this game that I will accept, but there's a if you play the time trials, you will get some gear that is pretty darn cool. I won't spoil it, but keep playing. Interesting. Now the yeah the the time trials are totally like yeah, Mm. Mm, 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 mm. lots of good stuff. There's 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 some neat stuff that comes um, unlocked, Um, but. Anyways, so we got 15 more of these to go through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I did want to say, though, as if we're talking hook shots and, and grappling hooks, um, <laughs> there is a game called Pray for the Gods coming out that is basically yeah. looks like, if that comes out this year, there's a strong chance that I will find a reason to buy that, that game, mm-hmm. especially if it's on something I can, like if it's on, it's on a platform that I can actually play it on. Um, well, ba- basically PlayStation 4. Um but Quadratus, and this is um, it, in in the notes or whatever. You, you said they called it Taurus Major. Yeah. Okay. And he's the the big. I always thought he was like he felt like more of like a warthog kind of shape thing. But like Taurus is like the bull, but he's like that yeah. big four legged thing, and um, they sort of. In the way that this game would introduce new mechanics, quote unquote, mm-hmm. they introduce sort of what what becomes a a staple 
So it's like you you play the you 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 fight Valis. You're like, oh, okay, so I'm gonna get their attention. And I'm gonna climb up them. But this one's a little bit different in that um your your hero uh, uh bleh, your horse man see agro 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 oh that that call that's I, I love when he's like standing right beside you you're like agro like you know and it's like the horse is like the horse just kind of shakes its head at you anyways um but uh the, the the horse in this one isn't aggro is not nearly as necessary in this fight but he is much more he is very useful in this fight like i said he's not necessary in the way that he is in some of the other fights although uh it is it is a lot easier to to take uh. anyways josh thoughts on mm-hmm. quadratus <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just the, the next step up, like you said, it's introducing a different mechanic. So, so you're actually going to have to, um, annoy the Colossus. You're going to have to actually get hurt it a little bit before you can climb on top of it. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so this early in the game, it does still like the game acknowledges that you're still learning, if that makes sense. Um, there are, I, I will say, and well, feel free to hit me with sticks if you want to, is that some of the controlling can be clunky. It takes a lot of getting used to, and and that has to do with the fact of how old the game is. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean to be anachronistic and expect it to control like a modern day game, um, but it did take me a while to get used to it. That said, I, I feel like th- this one as well, it, it acknowledges that you're still kind of learning, but it also wants to teach you uh, that there are other things that are going to be incorporated into the game in, in order to take down these colossi. Um, and again, you're going to have to be pretty aggressive. Now this one, this one's not exactly like it, it, it definitely appears aggressive when it first shows up on screen, right? You know, it, it kind of comes out of the, does this one come out of a cave? It yeah, almost like right? smashes just, down a wall. Yeah. Okay. Down a wall. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I, I remembered it's something. It's not. It's not. It's not as bad as some of the other ones in terms of aggression. But I know it, it does. It seems like oh, okay, this one's actually this one can hurt you. Um, it's it's not just just walking, you know. But it it teaches you that you have to intentionally hurt it as well in order to get to what you need to do. But yeah, stab its magic glowing spots. <laughs> Micah, what, any any thoughts that you want to um, add? Not not a whole lot about this one. Um, you know, of course, this is it makes you use your bow and arrow in this one um, to shoot under those feet. But um, I like how on this one, this is the first one you get a little bit uh, of a better sense of the world. You got to go across that bridge to mm-hmm. get to it, mm-hmm. right behind the the main castle, for lack of a better word. Um, and you you get that first sense of oh oh there's a beach down there and okay and um, so I like just that that whole approach a lot of the class I have great sort of you know as you go up with aggro the, these great approaches these great scenes or these uh, sort of coliseums or whatever that you might go to to fight them but um this one um, th- this one isn't really up there as far as my favorites or anything it's it's pretty run it's the first one that introduces two I think weak spots but. Um, yeah, and you're, you're starting. You're sort of starting to see like, okay, these guys are going to be puzzles too, a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, like you said about yeah. sort of it's, each one's its own level. You sort of start to feel that, like, okay, I've got to figure out how to tackle it and then actually do it. Um, 
so yeah this one this one is pretty good but definitely not one of my favorites mm. yeah it's just sort of like you, you know he's probably um you know in sort of looking at some of this the the other the the lists of these he is probably like the sort of like the least whereas Valis has like the benefit of being like the first um right. mm-hmm. you know quadratus is like he's slightly more complex but it's still yeah it's still sort of saying like oh no you're still learning the game and so it's like he's sort of like saying like it is introducing like okay there's going to be more than one spot there's a couple puzzles some tricks and patterns like you're going to have to use your bow and arrow to do more than just annoy them like you got to shoot the the hoof thing the the big glowing spot on the bottom of his hoof you know and it's like and uh but yeah um it, it's it's an all right fight and it like you know i remember like the first time I was like, this is bonkers. Like, you know, for you go from this mm-hmm. bipedal, like, I'm just going to clamber up them. I'm like, I'm running around and I'm I'm on the, the horse. Actually, I think, you know, why I say is that it was much easier with aggro, but I was trying to shoot him with the bow, <laughs> like yeah. just running around. And uh, mm-hmm. he covers a lot more ground than you do. I'm just, you yeah. know, maybe it's a, it's a, it's a little uneven. Um, this ends the recording of the first half of episode 15 of the Backlog Breakdown. Because this is such a beefy boy, this episode has been split into two parts. For more riveting discussion on Shadow of the Colossus, please download and listen to the second half of this episode. (laughs) 